Hello, and my name is Preston Reed, and this is my podcast, Pineapple Sight. Um, I'm just going to probably tell stories about my life and talk about um, live events and what's going on, and maybe eventually get some guests on the podcast. I don't know. This is like my first episode, so I'm just going to feel it out and see how it goes. Um, I re- this is something that I've been wanting to do, and I finally get the opportunity to do it. And again, my name is Preston, and this is my podcast. So I'm just going to start out with um, a little bit of background on me um, so you guys can get to know me a little bit. Um, I grew up in Oregon, uh, actually in eastern Oregon. Um, Lived there for about uh, 18 years and then moved around. We'll we'll get to that. Um, There's a lot. But... uh, I started off um, school in Cove High School in Oregon. Well, actually not high school, I mean, but that's where I'm going to start because elementary, I mean, it's just kid stuff. I grew up with two awesome parents and a brother, And but once I got to high school, things got a little bit interesting for me. I was bullied a lot, which made school very unenjoyable for me, so if there's any of you out there who are getting bullied... Trust me, you will get through it. They're just a bunch of dickholes, and they have nothing to better to do with their life. I've grown up, and I've realized, because, you know, that was a big part of my life, is being bullied, that they were just unhappy with their lives, and they just wanted to pick on me because that's all they had to do. And it made them feel better inside, but not ultimately not. Don't bully kids. But high school, I, um, I was a clean kid up until... About my end of freshman year, start of sophomore year, I didn't do anything that kids shouldn't do at that age up until then. And I'm going to tell you guys a story because I hope there's some of you out there listening to what I have to say about the things that I did um, and maybe learn from them and don't make the same mistakes I did because it caused a lot of pain in my life, but that's something that made me grow. Um, So I I wouldn't take it back, but if you can't avoid it in the beginning, you should. But it made me who I am today, and no, I deal with some things, but it it made me who I am today, and I wouldn't change where I'm at in life. But in high school, around sophomore year, let's see, I started off going over to a buddy's house and decided, you know, to smoke these things called cigarellos. They're like a cigar and cigarette combined. So it's just like a little cigarette looking thing, but it looks like the colors and like made out of cigar. So they were like these blackberry things, or they were actually apple, I think. But we smoked those and then we decided, you know, well, my friend had tried alcohol before me but he's like hey do you want to try this beer and being the young kid and rebellious little dick cole that i was i decided to say yes because i was getting picked on and this kid that i was hanging out with was considered one of the more popular people so i figured if i go along with what he's doing maybe you know everyone will like me and i can start you know not being miserable in high school But, trust me, oh, sorry about that, just kicking my stool below me, but 
that was not worth it to me in the end. Because um, I actually been was addicted to cigarettes after that. Because I started smoking cigarettes and partying with alcohol. And then one thing led to another. I started smoking cigars, chewing tobacco. And once I got my hands on some cigarettes, I was hooked. And, you know, I would go with one of my friends. I'm not going to say their name because I don't, you know, if they don't want to be on something that's going out on the Internet, I don't blame them. But uh, my friend and me, we would find a way to go and buy cigarettes. And we go up in the mountains or go somewhere and sit there and smoke a whole pack, you know, on a weekend or after school. And then I got curious and I decided I wanted to branch out and try some marijuana. And I was about 15 when all of this was happening. So you should definitely not do any of this stuff. It can really affect you. Um, and when you're that age, your brain's still developing and you put all this stuff and you get fucked up and you just want to do all these things. And it makes you have problems in the future. So definitely if you're under the age of like, well, 21, of course, I wouldn't, you know, be doing any of that stuff. Your brain actually develops, I think, until you are like, I believe it's 24, but I'm not exactly sure. But I started off, I bought a little bit of weed, like half a gram, and I got it, and I decided to make the old-fashioned soda can pipe um, at my buddy's. We were also drinking, and then I smoked this weed. I don't really think I felt an effect. It was more of the alcohol, but I smoked the weed, and then later on, I did it again because I thought I got off of it, but I think it was that the um the alcohol but i was smoking weed drinking all through high school partied actually one time you know eventually my parents did not let, let me actually say this before i continue on ramble on and on about this my parents were the type of people that that was not okay and i completely understand but as a teenager I was like, why are you not letting me do these things, be who I want, and go out and do what I want? But now that I have kids, I completely understand where my parents are coming from. Um, I've got, I got caught smoking multiple times. And trust me, when you sit there and you watch your parents be disappointed in you for what you're doing and cry and it really affect them, it does hurt, but when you're a dickhole teenager, you're, all you care about is yourself and pleasing yourself at that point, and you think your parents are stupid and trying to control you, but that's not true. They were just trying to protect me from the things that, you know, I had to deal with later on in life, which, I mean, I got off of all of it, but trust me, it's not something you want to deal with. So there was multiple times I got caught. And actually, one of them, I'm not going to sit through and explain all of the stories because I'm going to save those for different days. I'm just kind of giving you a really choppy breakdown of my life. And, <clears throat> sorry. And, oh shit. This is, okay. That, sorry guys, I just got distracted. But, 
what I was saying is one of the times that I'm going to explain is a time I was in school. And on my lunch break, I decided to go with someone and smoke a bowl. And I went back to school and actually had health class. And I was sitting in class and I had no eye drops because I was new to this. I didn't know you just scream, I'm high, if you smoke and don't put any eye drops in. I went back in and we were sitting in a circle and interacting with kids out of all the days. I picked that day to do this. I'm sitting there with super bloodshot eyes. Everyone is staring at me because I just look blitzed out of my mind. And come to find out, someone went down and told the principal to that I was high. And they thought I was. So he called me in. And I don't know how this happened. But I told him that it was my contacts getting messed up. Because I wore contacts. And they really irritated my eyes. And I had to take them out. And he actually believed it. It took some convincing, but he actually fell for it. And I got my way out of that one. Another time, I was actually not doing anything. I was at a school carnival, and I used to hang out with these two kids. They were from California. And they looked like they smoked weed. And pretty much everyone, even the teachers, knew they smoked weed. And they smoked. Well, I was hanging out with them, and I came to the place with them. I didn't smoke with them. But I came to the place... And met them there, and some chick decided she wanted to go and tell the principal I was high, and I had probably had weed on me. So they take me in there, they st- the superintendent and the principal, they take me in there, and they make me empty all my pockets, and they do a pat-down, and then they threaten to call the cops if I have anything, and they t- keep, like, trying, they were dicks about it. But, I mean, I understand, I mean, but... At the same time, they didn't have to be complete dicks, especially whenever I didn't have anything on me. So they even called my mom down there. She was crying. They told me they were going to drug test me, so I had to admit that I was smoking weed. That was actually the first time I ever got caught with my parents. And I had to admit to her that I was smoking weed and that I wasn't going to do it anymore because... You know, they were going to drug test me. It was going to come up anyways, so why not just tell the truth? So I did, and I had to deal with that for like a month. But then eventually, I I gained my parents' trust back. I started going out and doing it again. And I kept going out and partying. I'd go out every night and smoke. Uh, I was hooked on cigarettes at that point. And then that just pretty much created a big wedge between me and my parents and my brother. And as soon as I turned 18, I decided to move to Idaho with one of my friends. And I lived with him for about a year. Didn't smoke weed, really got drunk a couple times, but mainly we just sat out, smoked cigarettes, played games. I mean, he was my best friend at that point. I don't really talk to him at all anymore. But I lived with him and his mom for about a year. And then I decided it would be a freaking great idea to move back to where I went to school. And my parents were actually getting ready to move over to the west side of Oregon, which is actually where I'm at now. And they decided to move there because my dad was working over here and it was just going to be easier on everyone. And so they were moving over here, and they told me I could come with them. 
and I didn't want to because I didn't want to deal with living under my parents' rules again because I want to go do what I want. And so I went back to the Grand. I got an apartment. My dad was awesome and co-signed with me on a car. I didn't deserve that, but he did it, and he shouldn't have, but we'll get to that. But I did that and moved into a little apartment. The apartment was so ridiculous because it was just one room in a closet, and the whole, like, 12 different apartments, it was in a bigger house, but 12 different apartments had to share one bathroom. So imagine if you have to shit and someone is else's and they're showering or shitting i mean what can you do it was awful but it was only like 230 something a month for rent so that's why i did it i was working at this um trailer factory so i was making decent money and i had that car well i went to work i stayed working for that place for a little bit and eventually i just decided i didn't want to work there anymore and i was out no, this is actually whenever I started to get into dealing myself, and I was also getting into a very bad group of people who like to do Oxycontin. And I didn't do it at first, but eventually, you know, hanging out with someone like that long enough, um, they kind of rub off on you, and I made a stupid decision and started doing it. So I got hooked on that. And so uh, what I was going to make a point about is I hooked on that. I'd stay out all night and go home. And be planning on going to work the next day. But I'd sleep through my alarm clock because I was so just soinked out of my mind. Because of the night, I was up all night doing shit that I shouldn't have. And so I just eventually, I can't remember if I quit or got fired. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. But I eventually did that. I moved in with my good friend. Who's actually no longer with us anymore. And moved in with him and his girlfriend and two other roommates because I one night I got messed up and ended up doing things with a girl and she ended up pregnant. And so I ended up moving in with her and we had kind of a relationship go on for like, I think it was like six or eight months, but more like... Oh, I'm just going to speed through this. I can go into detail later on. I don't want to just like, because if I do this, it will be like a freaking 12 hour podcast. So sorry if I'm kind of chopping all over the place, guys, but I'm just kind of getting a brief story down. And then I'll tell like stories that were in between all that later on and explain a little bit more in depth of what was going on. But I ended up with this chick. We ended up getting kicked out of that place. We ended up homeless living sleeping in a car a couple nights ended up in a, her parents trailer that was cold it was winter i got my car taken away i so i was just i didn't have a job she did but i didn't and i was pretty much homeless for a solid month and a half i mean i had a little trailer to live in but i hadn't, i didn't have a place that was home like at all i know people had a have it way worse these days, sleeping out in the rain. But she ended up catching her with her ex-boyfriend a bunch. Things went downhill. She kept telling people that the baby wasn't mine. It was her ex-boyfriend's. 
And so I ended up moving with my uncle and stayed with him in Vancouver, Washington. And lived with him, I don't know, it was like saw three weeks or four weeks before he came and took me to my parents. And that's where I kind of got a reboot. I quit smoking cigarettes for a little bit. I quit smoking weed for a little bit. But eventually, at my work, I made friends. They were into all that stuff. It just got hooked all over again. And cigarettes are fucking awful. They will consume your life. And you'll have to deal with it and try to fight it until you actually quit one day. And so I ended up moving back with my parents six months. It was a pretty decent time. I had good friends here. I mean, they weren't good for me, but they were nice people besides one. And then I was having issues with my parents again. I moved into this place with this douchebag. And he was my friend at the time, but he kind of wanted... He told me I didn't have to pay for rent because I only stayed with him for a week. He told me I didn't to not worry about it. And then as soon as I left back to LeGrand again, my friend came and got me because I was going to go over there and live again. He came and got me and then we went over there. But this guy, he wanted $100 from me all of a sudden. It's like he spent all his money on something else. And so his only hope was to take money from me pretty much and so I moved back and then I hung out with my I lived with my friend Dylan for like two weeks and smoked a lot of weed did a lot of things realized what the heck am I doing I don't have a car I don't have a place to stay I'm staying with a friend what am I gonna do well I had some money saved up and then I sold my Xbox and my PlayStation and I sold those and then I actually bought a bus ticket to move to Indiana and like I had cousins and family over there from my dad's side so I asked my cousin one day I was like hey um we always talked about it as a kid because we always played games together from the age of like 15. I think he was 13 all the way. We still do. So, I mean, for a long time. And I we always talked about living close to each other one day. And so I was like, hey, do you think your dad would actually care if I moved down there with you guys and got a job? And until I got on my own feet and then get my own place. And he asked his dad and his dad awesomely said yes I owe everything to this guy because he took me in he gave me a place to stay and he actually made me be able to be where I'm at today with a awesome wife and a daughter and actually another little son on the way and so I moved to Indiana I'm out with my cousins and still smoking weed drinking that hasn't changed and then all of a sudden I'm you know they're hanging out with my cousin and this girl is hanging out with my other cousin and I'm like oh well that's weird because 
he had a girlfriend at the point who was pregnant with his kid. And he's like flirting with this girl, hanging out with her, borrowing money from her. So I, she, I thought she was cute. So this is not why I did it, because it was morally messed up what he was doing to her. So me and my cousin, his brother, went and told the girl that was pregnant with his kid that he has been hanging out with this girl. And so she went and confronted her and asked, well, not confronted, talked and asked if this was true. And they talked it out. And this girl that used to be my cousin's ex, not the pregnant one, ended up just completely, you know, stopped talking to him because he was cheating on her technically. And so, sorry, this is all over the place. It's hard to keep it all making a little bit of sense. But so I ended up working at KFC then. And then with my cousin beforehand. And then um, we ended up talking. And things just led on from there. We ended up getting together. And started dating October 5th of 2015. And then we got engaged. And then we're married. And now we have two, one kid and one on the way. So all because I was able to move to Indiana. So that's why I said I was, I owe a lot to my uncle for letting me do this. Because I wouldn't be where I'm at. So I lived in Indiana for almost four years, which is insane to me. That was the longest place other than uh, Eastern Oregon that I lived. She had her own house. We lived there, had a daughter, just working, living life. Um, there's some crazy stories in there, but I'll save that for the next episode. I kind of want to go into that next episode. Um, and then had our daughter and then we always wanted to move back to Oregon around my parents and finally just a few months ago well back in May we finally sold our house that was all messed up a lot of messed up crap happened that we had to deal with but I'll also talk about that next episode too well not next this episode most likely it will I'll, I'll explain everything uh this, I've already almost been going on for 23 minutes, so I'll save that for a different episode. But we sold our house there, well, her house, um, and then we moved in with my parents in Oregon. My parents came out. Dad drove a U-Haul. I drove my car. You know, we drove over 2,000 miles all the way here and ended up living with my parents. I'm a landscaper right now. My wife is an MA assistant. Well, <laughs> she's an MA, which is a medical assistant. And we just bought a new house. And I have my own little studio area in, my gr- in the garage, which is awesome. Like, this is my dream right now, is what's going on. And I'm so thankful for what has happened to me. And um, we just bought a house, and now we're here. Waiting on little Carter to come. Um my wife is dealing with some crap at her job um, that her doctor is actually quitting. So she doesn't know if she's going to have a position here in like a month, 
which I'm sure she'll find something else. It's stressful, but, you know, I actually recently heard something in a podcast, actually a few days ago, has said, we don't really have problems most of the time. We have inconveniences. Um, problems are like, you know, a disease, cancer, a death close to someone, um, people dealing with people dying, like losing everything. You know, it's uh, things are just an inconvenience otherwise. So it's like you can't sit there and be like, oh, I have all these big problems, screw this, which I have an issue with sometimes. Sorry, I heard something. With, I have an issue sometimes dealing with myself. But I've learned to look at things in a different way and try to be a little bit more positive. Um, I don't smoke anymore. I don't really drink that much. I just be with my family and work. And I quit that back in 2018. And that's changed me forever. A lot of things led up to that. Like my daughter coming, I did copious amounts of hallucinogens that made me sit back and realize what I was doing to myself. And so I wanted to change. And here I am in Oregon uh, talking to you guys, which it's crazy. I'm sorry if I bounced all over the place. Um, this is my first podcast. I just kind of wanted to people who are coming here to be able to slightly understand who I am and why I'm here talking to you guys and what I'm kind of going to be talking about. I'm going to, I just want to talk about my life because I've had one hell of a ride. It's very unique. I have a lot of crazy stories and maybe a lot of lessons you guys can learn and take from me. Sounds like someone's outside, but, um, yeah, sorry. It sounded like someone was outside the door, but I just want to be able to explain my life and maybe help out other people and maybe some, so I guarantee someone's going through what I have gone through, kind of similar at least. So maybe you can take that and take what I did and learn from it. Um, I mean, I st I wouldn't want to change anything because I love where I'm at, but certain things I deal with are from a lot of the things that I did. So that's why I just want to take this and give it to you guys. Um, that girl that I was talking about that I ended up hooking up with one night and then she told me it wasn't my kid because she ended up pregnant at the end, the one that I was just talking about. Well, came to find out, took a DNA test. Um, she was mine. Um, it was pretty obvious. She looked a lot like me when I was little. And I've only met her once. And that's something that is... Um, sorry. That's something that is really hard for me to deal with a lot of the times. It was just what I had to do for her and also for my family now. 
uh, having to pay a bunch of child support would have made me not be able to give my family what I need. And that's why it's all like that. And I'll go into that another podcast. So I will technically have three kids and there is actually going to be a fourth, but we'll go into that in another episode. Um, I don't want to spill all into that. We're almost at 30 minutes now, guys. I just honestly wanted to give you an overview on who I am, what has happened, and why I'm here and where I'm at. I'm very lucky to be here and blessed. Um, I have issues, sometimes inconveniences, I should say. And I storm around all mad, but ultimately, when I look back at my life, I couldn't be any luckier. I have an amazing, sweet little daughter I love more than anything, and a great, hardworking wife who would do anything for her child and honestly for me. And I couldn't be happier enough. She, that little girl, she honestly saved my life. And and I couldn't be who I am today without her. Uh, sorry, guys. <clears throat> but I will go into more depth in other episodes of everything. Um, I have a very interesting story to tell everyone. And lots of lots of things that have happened, like I said. I want to thank you all for watching this episode. And thank you to my sponsor, Anchor, which is, like I said, the best application and website to do podcasts. And that's what I use. It's all free. They will find you sponsorships and give you one right off the bat. It's an amazing website. Please please go look.